Hello. Up, Ian? How are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, my name's Eli, and I'm sitting here with Ian Price, the uh, creator of Make Happiness. Tell us about yourself. Well, as you said, my name is Ian. Um, I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't really know why I'm here, but okay. we're talking. It's happening. So... What about you? You're the one who came to my house with all this equipment and let me borrow this and set everything up for me. Yeah, so basically Ian just hit me up the other day and was like, hey man, I'm interested in doing a podcast. I took a poll on my Instagram and was like, I guess people want to hear from me. So here we are. I brought some mics over and we're recording. Yeah, it's crazy. It happens so quick too, which is wild. I didn't expect things to move so fast, but I'm excited. I'm not prepared, and I guess let's just dive straight head on into this. Okay. Um, first of all, who's Ian? Who is Ian, and why Why do we care who you are? Well, I don't think you should. <laughs> I'm just a regular dude. I don't have anything really exceptional about me. I just have a very big passion for following or pursuing happiness and pursuing positivity as a lifestyle make happiness and the whole mantra of what this is is more than just some clothes and a blog i want this thing to become a movement of positive lifestyle and growing happiness in a sense of a culture and showing the world that it's okay to follow your dreams it's okay to be happy and it's okay to look at the bright side because we live in such a negative world where we grow up saying oh, it's okay to have dreams, but you should go get a nine to five because it's more stable. Mm -hmm. It's what's expected and mm -hmm. that's what you should do and how you should live your life. Whereas I want to try and break the mold and be like, no, you should do what you love and you can make a living off of it and Mm -hmm. you should follow that drive. Um, A couple more things I want to touch on are the fact that I don't believe that you should be happy all the time. I don't think that you should be positive all the time because realistically, that's not healthy. Yeah, it's not realistic. No, life is all about balance. You got to have, you got to find the medium between the two. You got to have good days. You're going to have bad days, but even those bad days are going to help you grow and they're going to help you learn more about you. So you can look at those bad days in a positive way, even though they're bad, Mm -hmm. but they do still exist. Let's give you a little background about how I started or why I devoted my life to positivity. This is going to go back to sixth grade, maybe seventh grade, probably I think like seventh grade, maybe I was like 14. So my brother introduced me to the law of attraction and this law of attraction is kind of what stemmed my whole lifestyle of positive thinking and happiness The law of attraction is basically stating that your thoughts become things. You can manifest your own life and you can think things into existence to a certain extent. But over the years, I've definitely learned that there's a lot more to it than just thinking about what you want. Mm -hmm. You have to actually put in the work and you have to put the effort for it and you have to take steps to achieve those goals. Yeah, it's not just like make your vision board and in five years you'll have all those things. You Mm got to do something to make it happen. Right, exactly. But the one thing I did notice was the more I started thinking about positive things and the more I was looking at the glass half full, how cliched it is, it actually made a big difference in my life. And I would start to see more positive things happen to my life rather than the 
negative world that I used to live in because I used to be fairly depressed and I used to live in a world where I thought everyone is against me but I realized it was just myself telling me it was my Mm. inner voice telling me that everyone's against me when really no one cares so I mean not everyone's thinking like when you're out in public or if you're in school or something like that not everyone is staring at you judging you and thinking how this person is so different they probably have I want to say like 99.9999% of the time they're going to be thinking about whatever else is going on in their life. Right. They could probably care less about. They're not. Yeah. Yeah. They're not out to get you. you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the whole part of it. I kind of figured that out. And then I just started focusing on myself and really focusing on, okay, well, let's, you know, try and help other people. Let's try and show other people that you can do this and you can live a happy life and you can enjoy yourself. You don't have to be so aware of what other people are thinking of you and you can just be yourself and you can enjoy and you can live your life how you want to live it rather than living your life thinking about, oh, how many likes am I going to get on this photo or are people going to like this if I go to this event or are people going to like me if I do this or that? Yeah, kind of feeding the ego by posting Mm -hmm. on social media to make yourself sort of feel more important when really that has nothing to do with your your own kind of value to society it's all about what you do not what it looks like you're doing Mm -hmm. when it's it's more what you think of yourself too because a lot of people need that social media and stuff for self-esteem but it's like it all starts with yourself if you can find the self-esteem and you can actually really figure out who you are and you really fall in love with yourself then everything else doesn't matter it doesn't matter what other people think of you even your friends your family because you know that you're doing what you want to do and you are enjoying yourself and that's about it. I yeah. Don't know. And maybe, maybe your family won't be like super understanding of what you're doing or maybe not support it, but time is always a thing that makes things better. They will understand and soon discover, you know, this is who this person is and that's but- acceptable. Well, that's the other thing. People are always changing, so it's not like you're yeah, going to be that person. Yeah, it's not like you're on one track and mm-hmm. you're headed this way. There's that's, always forks. Yeah. Well, and that's one thing, too. With uh, st- When I started Make Happiness, my parents still to this day think it's kind of just a little like, oh, that's cool, you're doing a little like mm-hmm. brand or whatever. They don't think it's going to go anywhere, but I know for a fact that I'm going to be doing this till the day I die, whether I make any money off of it or I don't, but I want to just grow this whole thing and make it more than you know a couple blogs on an on a website and some photos on instagram i want to actually go around the world and i want to eventually do events for this and i want to do public speaking and i want to go to seminars and i want to actually make an influence on the world and show people that you should invest in what you want to do whether that be, you know, music or sports or acting or any of that kind of thing, whatever your real passion mm-hmm. is, when you have, let's say you, you're done with a really long day of work or whatever, and then you're thinking about what's the one thing that you'd want to do, the one thing that would make you happy, make a lifestyle out of that, surround your life with that. Your right. Life with that. It's not just come home from work and mm-hmm. now you can relax, and but then, you know, tomorrow you got to wake up and do it again and you got to create a lifestyle where, you know, you're into what you're doing and not just mm-hmm. waiting for that Friday afternoon when you Yeah, get you're home living and, for the weekend right. rather than living for 
the day, the present. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people need to hear about the positive things in life because there's so much negativity and media. And while it's necessary to know those things, it becomes so centered in our society about what all these other people are doing that are so terrible in the world, which that can't be good for you mm-hmm. to hear that all the time. When focusing on it too, it's like, it's okay to acknowledge it, but it it's not good to just sit on it. And right. Just like, oh, all this terrible stuff is happening and, you know, what can I do? I can't do anything. I'm just someone, one of the masses just <coughs> listening to it. And in reality, there's always something you can do, no mm-hmm. matter how big or small. Right. All right, so going back, you mentioned the uh, the law of attraction, and mm-hmm. um, we talked about like visualization and like how you can make that your reality. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I wanted to touch on the fact that it's more than just thinking of something and then it happening, like you were saying earlier. But you have to actively put yourself in this situation in your head. So if you want to, let's say you want a new car, well go test drive that car, you know, go feel what it feels like to turn the key, turn the engine and feel the steering wheel and Mm -hmm. look at all the lights and use the turn signal and sit in the seat kind of thing. And then you have to actively put yourself in that situation all the time, even when you're not test driving that car. So you have to think about it. You have to feel those feelings and actually put yourself in that situation. So then you're, I don't know how it works, but I think your brain just clicks and there's, it's something that it puts I don't know, puts yourself in certain situations where you can get closer to those steps to achieving that goal because you're constantly thinking about what you want to do. So your brain is like, okay, then how can I make this happen? Mm -hmm. And it's not like, I can't imagine it's like a fixed process where one thing is universally correct for how this works. No, definitely not. Right. Yeah, that's the other thing. There's so many different uh, versions of the law of attraction and different methods of it. But I think the main principle is the visualization and action those are the two key ingredients if you're not visualizing what you want it's never going to happen if you're not taking action on it it's never going to happen right you got to get uncomfortable Mm -hmm. to do what you want become comfortable well and honestly it's not even just about being comfortable a lot of the things in life that you find out that you like to do might be uncomfortable at first Mm -hmm. but then you know you find out that you love doing it and this is something that you want to incorporate into your lifestyle right so you you got to just kind of like make a leap and discover what's out there that's another thing too like this for example is super uncomfortable I've never <laughs> done this yeah before. I, i've never done this either so this is kind of weird so bear with us yeah this first these first couple are probably going to be a little bit weird because we're still trying to figure everything's out so go easy on us <laughs> also want to keep these a little bit shorter just to make it easier for you guys and listening because I know some of this is probably a little bit boring. Um, But going back to visualization and taking action on goals of whatnot, I also do think it's very important that you write your goals down. So let's say like if you wanted that new car, write down what car is it, what model, what year, you know, what color, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Just keep it in your mind, but also on something tangible. So, you know, your daily life can sometimes hinder your thoughts about that you go Mm -hmm. back and you see it and be like that's what i'm working towards Mm -hmm. that's my goal it's good to have those you remember why you're doing it in the first place like why you're working so hard well it's to get this end result of Mm -hmm. what i want like right now 
I'm working full time at a warehouse as well as going to school part time as well as doing make happiness part time. So I'm working three jobs essentially, which is pretty insane. Yeah. Wow. It can be hard to keep track of all that stuff. Definitely. Yeah. But that's the other thing too. As long as you keep your priorities in set and you're keeping your time well managed, I think anything's possible. Like on a, on a typical weekday for me, I get up at like six, sometimes six thirty, even as early as five. Maybe depends on how many things I need to get done because the day is only so long, and I'm mm-hmm. at school for maybe five hours, and then I'm at work for eight hours. And then I have homework on top of that I need to do and I get home. And then I also have a girlfriend, so I need to spend time with her. And it's just, <laughs> yep. it's crazy. Life gets busy. And it definitely helps to write down, I think, step by step. It's a way to calm yourself and be like, all right, mm-hmm. this I need to do first. I need to get that done, this done, this done. But take it one step at a time and it right. can seem a whole lot less scary. Yeah. Cause so like, much at once, it's just like water falling down on you. Exactly. Talking about it now, it makes me like think how hectic my life is. But when it goes day by day, it doesn't really feel that mm-hmm. crazy because yep. I'm not looking at it as a whole. I'm just looking at it as little things throughout the day I need to do rather than this big, crazy mess. Mm-hmm. So you talked about working in a, a warehouse. Uh, what, what kind of warehouse is it? So right now I'm working at this place called Quality Bicycle Products. It's one of the biggest distributors in the uh, North America for bicycle products so we do bike parts complete bikes uh like road bikes mountain bikes little kid bikes that kind of thing all across the board we also sell a lot of outdoor gear like camping gear and winter stuff like jackets and okay um one thing i do want to touch on is so qbp as a whole has been one of my dream jobs that i've wanted as i was ever probably since like 12 or 11 years old because I've been very passionate about bicycling my whole life and I've I used to do a fair amount of mountain bike racing so we would do I think like 13 or 14 races throughout the summer it was like every other weekend and then at the end of the summer there'd be a big ceremony at QBP for the um all the awards of the season there's a big dinner and um they released or like who got first in your age group or whatever across the whole season and my dad would always talk to me about how qpp is such a great company to work for and it's a really good place to get your foot in the door for the bike industry and then it's crazy looking back like almost uh nine years ago that i'm now working at the place that i dreamed of being at that's all part of it that's kind of the visualization thing you uh, put yourself in that world and magic things can happen and you're there. It's crazy. Well, and the other thing, too, I actually applied for it a couple years ago to work here, but they never got back to me. I never got the job, but I kept the business card they gave me, and I just put the business card up in my room so I could see it every day. Mm-hmm. And then I applied again two summers or last summer, and then I got it that year, and I've been there ever since. And it's been awesome. One more thing I want to talk about quick with um, biking for me and cycling Cycling is a really big outlet for me when it comes to the chaos that life can bring. Whenever uh, there's a really big stressor in my life or there's a really hard situation or a really difficult decision I need to make, I'll go for a bike ride. Just go pedal around, put my headphones in, listen to music, and just pedal somewhere either downtown or around the lakes in Minneapolis or even just around my block or in the neighborhoods. It's just a really good way for me to clear my head mm-hmm. and reorganize my thoughts and then I can actually come to a um, 
a more sophisticated solution rather than just making an irrational decision and just making something. I have time to think about it, process it, figure out what's the best uh, decision for me to make and what's going to help me the most. Mm. So I think biking has been a really big influence in my life. And also biking has taught me a lot. I've learned a fair amount about not only um, how to work on bikes and about it's uh, it keeps me really fit and active, which always good. But it also taught me more about the culture as a world because I bike to work a fair amount. So whenever I'm biking to work, I notice how many people are in their cars and they're not paying attention to life. They're sitting on their phone or they're eating or they're doing their makeup and I'm just watching mm-hmm. them cause I'm on my bike. So I'm observing everything around me yep. and they're just on autopilot. It's crazy to watch in the morning sometimes when I'm biking to school too. Well, sometimes in the morning you can all go on a little autopilot because you know, it can be hard to wake up that early and <laughs> yeah, function. That, that's fair. <laughs> that's also true. That's one thing I like about biking to work in the morning or school because it helps me wake up and I'm more um, ready for the day rather than sitting in a tin can driving to school. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about random acts of kindness. So how do you feel about that? Like, do you, you mentioned like how you bike to work all the time. I, you bike to school. You, mm-hmm. um, I mean, do you see a lot of these random acts of kindness, like just being well, out there in the world or do you more have to search for that? Um, it's interesting question because what do you consider random act of kindness? Just cause I, I can imagine like just someone going out of their way to help someone out or so like, like, would you consider holding the door open an sure. act of kindness? It could be something as simple as that. Yeah. But also for someone who lives in Minnesota, that could just be second nature. You know what I mean? <laughs> So it's all subjective. Yep. But I think that there's, there definitely should be some. I think that if you're, you don't have to go out of your way, like pay for someone's food at a gas station or pay for someone's gas, like that kind of thing. That's, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really cool if you want to do that or if you want to buy a homeless person a meal, like that's awesome. But by no means do you need to go to that extent. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's good just to even simply smile at a stranger who looks like they're having a bad day, you know, or just when you're at the gas station or you're at some restaurant and you're talking to your waiter, just have a conversation with them. Hey, how's your day going? Like just throw a curveball into what you're doing and just be like, I wonder how this could affect the others around me. Cause maybe, you know, they're having a, a tough time. Maybe work is being stressful right now. So I give them something different and that can be cool. Mm hmm. Definitely. Well, it's also showing that, like, if you're talking to a gas station clerk or whatever, it shows that you're you're not just buying something, leaving. You actually you're a person, and you're acknowledging that they're yep. a person too. You're engaging with them, and yeah. they feel as they're treated like a human, which yeah. they are, and they <laughs> right. should, they shouldn't just be ignored and just. Well, I think that gets overlooked sometimes. Yeah. Yep. Just be like, all right, man. Thanks. See ya. Yeah. It's like, just, oh, have a good one. Yeah. Because. I mean, we say it, but how often do we actually kind of mean that? Yeah. Which, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's definitely, it's a weird line because I know I've definitely gotten in that routine where it's just like, all right, take it easy. Yep, you too. All right. But it's, there wasn't no real conversation. We're just Mm -hmm. thinking about other things, you know, we're distracted by all these outside other things that are going on that we're thinking about we're not Mm -hmm. actively thinking about other people really necessarily all the time but it's different because 
sometimes when you put yourself out of that situation, then you have those little conversations that actually mean more and are really valuable with each other. Mm -hmm. It's really cool because their face kind of lights up and you can tell that you made their day a little bit better. They're like, wow, you actually care. Yeah. They're, they're coming out of robot mode. Yeah. It's like, whoa, there's another human here. Right. It's a cool thing. You should try it. Give, have like a little conversation with uh, the next, uh, I don't know, gas station clerk. It doesn't have to be at a gas station, but you know what I mean, yeah, over-the-counter just, kind of person. Yeah, just some person that you're potentially, like, getting goods or services from. Just, mm-hmm. like, because they see so many people throughout the day. Just right. throw them a curveball and see what happens. I mean, we could set you guys goals or something like that, and, I mean... <laughs> but they're, they don't you don't have to listen yeah I mean, this is just us talking to you yep. we're not do it <laughs> we have no influence that's crazy yeah tell us more about your personal self how old are you i am 21 years of age no i'm 20 years of age I'll, <laughs> i'm turning 21 this year nice um i was born in edina minnesota and then i grew up in bloomington and now i currently live in richfield minnesota Cool I, yeah, I moved down to my parents' house actually super early. As soon as I turned 18, I kind of moved out, which is really crazy to me. But I've been I've been at this house for two years now, and I love it. It's so nice not living at home anymore. Um, I've also, so right now I'm going to school for business, obviously, because of the make happiness stuff. But I go to a community college simply because it's it's actually really cheap. And it works with my schedule because I work full time. So it just works and I get to still pay rent and pay all the bills as well as go to school. Mm-hmm. And I also, education is a topic we could talk about for hours, or at least I yeah, could. Really. But I don't think it's as important as people make it seem to be. I definitely find value in it, but I think that there's a lot you can learn from experience and from actually doing rather than just memorizing right words from a textbook yeah taking a test and being like all right Mm -hmm. what does this mean when did it happen it's sort of regurgitation of information which isn't always helpful right for learning Mm -hmm. and like you said it's all about getting that experience and a lot of times you don't find that in school you can find that in tons of other places yeah i do think school is a good uh it helps a lot as far as managing your time and being obedient and absolutely but it also, is, at least for the business, uh, it helps with a lot of the legal stuff. Like it goes over a lot of rules and a lot of things of do's and don'ts when you're running your own business, which is super helpful. And I would have never known if I mm-hmm. wasn't going to school for it. I, I know very little about running a small business or anything mm-hmm. like that. And education definitely helps with like structure of what you're doing mm-hmm. and how to do it. Right. But I think ultimately it's not as big of an influence as what people make it out to be mm-hmm. like there's a lot of really successful people who you know are college dropouts because mm-hmm. they have this idea that they mm-hmm. think can go huge and it does you just got to take some chances mm-hmm. so yeah i'm going to school i'm working a bunch also right now it's snowing and it's in the middle of april which yeah, is pretty crazy today? april 15th it's yeah. the middle of april and it is snowing there's probably at least a foot of snow outside. Yeah. But here's one thing I talked about too. Every, yeah. That's, <laughs> why does everyone complain about it? I love snow. It's I think just, it's awesome. I think it's just because we're not expecting it. It's just like, come on, man. Didn't we get past this already? And the way that I look at it, I'm just like, it's weather, you know? Yeah. It, it snows. It's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. 
and it's a game changer for the road stuff yeah well it makes it more fun <laughs> does it <laughs> i like driving in the snow i don't know but i'm also so i'm really into snowboarding too which is cool i wanted to yesterday me and my brother were talking about this he was gonna go uh tow me behind his car and we we're gonna go around the block oh wow just, yeah that's cool but it didn't end up happening because the, they plowed the roads too quick. Yeah, you got to go really early in the morning. Mm-hmm. I actually uh, posted a thing on my own Snapchat. I just plow going by at 5 a.m. Oh. I had my window open and was like, dude, come on. I get it. <laughs> trying to sleep here. Damn. But, uh, you know, I guess it's good for other people. Yeah, but, well, that's the other thing. It's really the weather right now is can, is like messing with all the geese who are coming back and all the vegetation and like the environment mm-hmm. because all everything is supposed to be growing right now but it's it's way too cold and there's yep. too much snow so that's going to be really interesting to see how that changes hopefully it hinders some of those uh mosquitoes yeah it gets rough during the summer oh no doubt that's one thing i'm happy about the snow for yeah. we don't have mosquitoes yet but it also too it's kind of a bummer because now the golf season and those kind of sports are all delayed you know all the there's no courses open because we have a foot of snow on the ground right. still yep so do you have any other hobbies like any sports or anything like that besides um biking? Yeah, yeah well so I do biking snowboarding and then longboarding is also a big one that i enjoy in the summer but honestly just kind of any outdoor activity anything that's you know a lot um I guess walking around or I like to explore too, like hiking and that kind of thing. I also do disc golf, which is super fun. It's basically like golf, but with a Frisbee. It's really cool. If you've never played it, I recommend you try it. I'm also uh, fairly into BMX biking, which is pretty cool. It's kind of like, it's like skateboarding, except you're on a bike. So you do a bunch of different tricks and whatnot. Um, I don't know. As far as hobbies go, I do. I like listening to music a lot, but I mean, who doesn't? Music is cool. Right. (laughs) I also I I'm really relate. into writing, obviously, because I I have the blog for you don't who don't know I have a blog that I post once a week, but I also do a lot of writing outside of that where I have a journal that I write daily stuff in, and I also have a typewriter that I like to use a fair amount where I'll type on different subjects and random things. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a different way to get ideas flowing. Like yeah. if you're on a different medium, sometimes people find writing with a with like a pencil helps them out or Mm -hmm. like you know retaining ideas right or if you're on a computer you can type pretty quickly a lot of the time and Mm -hmm. get what you're thinking out quick but i mean i think i like i like the on the more uh old school of actually writing like a pen to paper i think there's mm -hmm. more authenticity to it and it's Mm -hmm. more i don't know it's more meaningful rather than just typing some keys onto a screen because i mean it's all digital it's not it's never going to be there forever. It's not unique. Yeah. Uh, at least it doesn't seem that way. Mm-hmm. So we can talk about the versatility of where Make Happiness is going. You have a blog right now and yeah. you update that. Yeah, weekly. Weekly on which day? Uh, Wednesdays. Wednesdays? Yep. Okay. Um, right now I'm just kind of doing the blog and I have a couple products on the website, but I don't really know where I'm going with it right now. I'm working on a bunch of new product actually for the summer. So I'm going to do like a relaunch of the brand, which is going to be really cool. Um, but as of right now, I just want to keep it, keep doing what I'm doing, keep growing, keep making new content. That's also why we're doing this podcast. Cause a couple friends thought it would be cool to try out. And I was like, Hey, why not? Mm-hmm. I know someone who's into the music business and he's got all the equipment for it. So, Hey, let's do it. That may or may not be me um no that's eli yeah he's rad shout out to me yeah thank you so much for (laughs) doing this 
other things going on with make happiness i'm also i kind of want to work on some i was thinking about picking up the youtube side of things and maybe doing some videos but first i want to see how the podcasts go because in all honesty i'd rather talk than do videos because i'm not really as comfortable in front of a camera or i don't more or less know how to make good content i do have a couple videos on my youtube that were from last year that i did but i didn't really like them and they weren't very comfortable they didn't really feel authentic i felt like i was trying too hard Mm -hmm. whereas doing this podcast it feels way more conversational way more relaxed way more me um but as far as where it's going i'm just going to keep doing what i'm doing and ride the wave i guess yeah that's what it's all about yeah. Um, it's an, just another way to kind of see what make happiness is doing. It's uh, like mm-hmm. not some people don't like looking at words on a page so that now you can listen to our sweet, sweet voices. Yeah. Well, and that's the other cool thing, too. Like you can listen to it in your car. You can listen to it while you're at work. You could listen to it essentially wherever you have headphones or even sitting at home yeah. out of your laptop. If Blast you're cleaning it out or your windows. Yeah. Let the world hear what we have to say. That's right. I'm just trying to get my voice out there and make sure I'm heard. Because I got something to say. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Ian. Well, I think this about wraps up our first podcast. Yeah, man. Have it's... any uh, closing thoughts? Yeah. I don't know. This is crazy. I'm really, really excited about this. I think this is a lot of fun. I want to thank everyone who's listening right now because obviously you can kind of tell we have no idea what we're doing. And I appreciate <laughs> you guys because you're the very first ones. So thank you. Um, stay tuned. There'll be more of these. And obviously, the more that we do, the better we're going to get because the more experienced, the better they'll become. And I think the more comfortable and the more organized because this first one, we literally are writing questions while we're doing the podcast. We're just throwing it together. Yeah, this is a very last minute thing. So it wasn't that organized. But I mean, maybe that's better. Do you like having this be super all over the place? Yeah, like a good old fashioned ramble. (laughs) Or do you like, uh, you know, organized stuff with set questions like Oh, yeah, totally. If you want to ask me questions or you're curious or there's different topics you want me to touch on, please shoot me shoot me an email or shoot me a text. Contact me over social media. Um, so my my website is themakehappiness.com. I'm sure it'll be in this post somewhere or you'll be able to find my social media stuff in the post of the podcast. But send me any questions or any topics you want me to talk about. I'll be more than happy to touch on those. Um so I think this is going a little bit further. Than, I also wanted to keep it short. Um, we'll scrunch it down. Yeah. Have a fantastic day. I hope you enjoyed this. I appreciate your your view, your listen. Your viewership. Yeah. And if you've made it this far. Thank you. You're, you're one of the very few. <laughs> yeah. Take it easy. Absolutely. See you guys next time. 